0: about two hours outside of Minneapolis, St. Paul, heading sorta west towards the Dakotas. Have the honor today to be giving two talks, one at a luncheon for the community on how to better respond and take care of the first responders in their area, and then later this evening for the first responders themselves and their families. But on the way up here, yesterday, I had quite a little side trip I've been traveling since early in the morning. I was hungry, a little tired. I'm always looking for interesting places to stop. I love cafes. So as I was about an hour outside of Alexandria, and I saw the sign for Charlie's Cafe, and then right next to it, another sign for the Lake Wobegon Trail. I thought, hmm, Lake Wobegon, Garrison Keillor, what a great old show. It's got to be an interesting little town. Charlie's Cafe sounds like a Lake Wobegon place. So I pull over. It's a tiny town. Pull into Fremont, Minnesota. Get to the downtown, and there it is. Charlie's Cafe. So I park my car, walk up. Can't help but notice as I walk up a very highly modified Harley-Davidson motorcycle. I got to stop and look. Now, I've driven through Minnesota on a motorcycle many years before, and from the looks of this highly modified Harley-Davidson, whoever happens to be driving it, this is not their first rodeo. This isn't some yuppie out for a weekend trip on his Harley. This is someone that has rode long and has rode hard. So I walk into the cafe, go to my table. I notice in the back a younger man, younger than me, motorcycle gear on, eating. Leave him alone. Sit down, order, got my back to him, get that piping hot cup of coffee. Looking at the menu, the biscuits and gravy catching my attention. And then I hear him talking. I notice he's got an accent. And then he starts talking to another gentleman. I think it was the owner of Charlie's. And it comes up that his accent is from Russia. Well, all of a sudden, my antenna go up. I'm like, young man, motorcycle trip, Russia. He's probably orthodox like I am. So I get up and I walk back and say, man, I can't help, but over here, you talking to him and you're from Russia. And then he immediately notices that my wedding ring is on my right hand. And he goes, you're Orthodox. And I go, well, how did you know? And he holds up a ring he has on his left hand. And he says, all these Americans think everything in the world's like an American. They see my ring on the left hand and they think I'm married. And I got to tell them I'm not married. And so he, we immediately kind of had that connection. So we get to talking and it turns out he's from Russia. A few years before that, he had got a job in finance in New York. And the reason he was on his motorcycle was he had been out to Sturgis for the motorcycle festival. And on the way back, he got a call from his company. Hey, we need you immediately store your motorcycle and come back. So at the time he was making his way back from Sturgis. He was somewhere in Minnesota. So he stored his bike. He flew back to New York, finished what they, whatever it was they wanted him to do. Then he came back to Minnesota and he had picked up his bike and he was on his way home to New York. So we get to talking and I tell him about my story and my motorcycle trip and a little bit of what I do now. And he explains himself and where he's been. And we start talking about churches and tell him I've always wanted to go to Russia and see some of the old churches. And I'm not even sure how it came up, but at some point, He said something about American religion that just stopped me in its tracks. I think I showed him a picture of our church and my son in there reading from the epistle. And he looked at me and he says, he goes, I'm glad you're Orthodox because American religion is not serious. (laughs) And I said, American religion is not serious. What do you mean by that? And then he started to describe being invited to some, you know, contemporary church with a rock band on stage and you know and he he said it just wasn't serious and I got thinking about that and I'm like you know it's a little judgmental on his end but there's some truth to it and I thought I started thinking about some of my recent podcasts and about American society and how for so many people church isn't serious it's just something you happen to do on the weekend You know, you go to church, you check the box, you come home, you go about your week, maybe you go back the next week. But how serious are you? My own personal opinion, now that I have nine kids, raised a couple of them to be older and they're still interested in church, if you as an adult don't take church seriously in our culture today, where there's everything possible to stimulate you, and now there's social media, your kids aren't going to take it serious. And if they don't take it serious, they ain't going to go to church. And if they do go to church, it's probably going to be some church trying to attract them, going, Look, come here. We got shinier, we got brighter lights. You know, we have shinier pews. We have a better band. Our praise music will motivate you. And then eventually they probably won't go. Well, as we're thinking about this, he shows me a picture of a church that he had visited in Russia that was a thousand years old. Now that puts his you're not serious comment a little bit more context, because think of what our churches here must look like to him. They got churches there a thousand years old. What were we doing here a thousand years ago? Oh, that's right. We weren't here. There were Indians. There were no churches. A thousand years. That's 500 years before the Reformation. A thousand years. Think about that. And so when he talked about his religion being serious, he just didn't mean how the worship was conducted he wasn't judging somebody on their spirituality. He was literally looking at his church that's a thousand years old and the generations and generations and generations that had that ingrained in their culture and what it meant to be serious about your faith. Just so happened on the plane before I met this young man, and we got talking about Russia and motorcycle trips and Sturgis and serious religion and rock bands and church. I was reading from a bishop of the 5th century, Diadochus, and no, I doubt I'm pronouncing that correctly. Diadochus, D-I-D-O-C-H-U-S. And in one of his writings, here's what he says, and this is written, you know, in the 5th century, sometime in the 400s. Very few men... Can accurately recognize their own faults. Indeed, only those who can do, do this, whose intellect is never torn away from the remembrance of God, very few men can accurately recognize their own faults. Indeed, only those can do this, whose intellect is never torn away from the remembrance of God. Think of what that's saying. That ultimately, while we're here on earth, to walk as close to God as possible. We have to be able to look in the mirror and look at our own faults. Now, what's the nature of that? It's serious. It's taking your life serious. It's recognizing that every day from the moment you woke up to the time you go to bed is a walk with God, whether you like it or not, because God's all around us. God is here, whether we have our eyes open or not. So you leave church and go watch football, God's still there. You go to work all week and don't ever pray, don't crack open a Bible, God's still there. And then it made me understand a little bit more what this Russian said by, you're not serious, because he comes from a culture, the good and bad of Russia. Man, they take their religion serious. Because what does that mean to him? You never leave God. You carry a prayer rope with you in your pocket. You have a prayer corner in your home. You pray upon getting up. You pray upon going to bed. You pray throughout the day working. You bring everything to God. Now, obviously not everybody in Russia has serious religion, but a lot of them do. It's been in their culture for a thousand years. Not only that, how much persecution really have we had in America? How hard has it been to be a Christian? young man like that, he's got relatives who were tortured in the Soviet Union for being Christian. He goes to church over there. They're priests that were conducting services in secret. They're people that were having Bible studies in their homes, knowing if somebody told about it, they could be killed or put in prison. Man, during that time of communism, there was only one type of Christian in Russia, a serious one. Sometimes I think that might be a good thing for us. Maybe a little persecution would be good for us. We think about that. Now, another part of all this, if you remember from the beginning of the podcast, was the sign that said, the Lake Wobegon Trail. Now, those of you that aren't familiar with that and Garrison Keeler and his show and about the fictional town of Lake Wobegon, more than anything, it is about a world where the smallest things have significance, where nothing is unnoticed, where life is all around you from the cafe to the postman, from the neighborhood scoundrel to the church choir. It's everywhere, everything's a mystery, everything matters, everything is considered. See, I believe a serious life and a serious faith are both kind of childlike. It's a life of laughter and joy even in the pain and the hardships because we're able to see the light all around us. See, when you feel a part of your hometown, when you have relationships with people, you don't just see them as labels. You just don't see them for their weaknesses. You see them because you're part of them. And every moment becomes a story. And faith is the same way. If we're serious about our faith, every moment becomes a story. Every moment becomes an opportunity to pray. Every moment becomes an opportunity to learn a lesson. And when you live life that way, you know what it becomes easy to do? To walk up to a stranger in a cafe in the middle of Minnesota and meet someone from a different country in a different perspective. And instead of being taken aback when they say, you Americans aren't serious, you consider it, you learn from it, you ask them about their culture. You let them show you pictures of churches that are a thousand years old and that have survived war and famine and pestilence. That's life. Every day, every road every exit, whether there's sun in the skies or rain or clouds, whether you're young, whether you're old, all around us are crazy Russians in Lake Wobegon, you just got to look. You just got to consider. starts with us looking in the mirror, being serious about ourselves, being honest about ourselves than getting down on our knees and asking God to give us a life, not of riches, not of fame, but of reality, of deep relationships, of interesting people who are everywhere, around every single corner. I felt like a kid in that cafe. I felt like that boy on a motorcycle, looking for life after my jet crash feeling all alone yet not feeling alone at all that is minnesota this week for me may you have a little minnesota in your day and i'll be back tomorrow with a little bit more magic and a little bit more light and hopefully some more great stories from the land of many lakes minnesota I am your host, Silouan. Now, until next time, I want you to aim high. Spread your wings. Maybe in that little cafe and you actually talk to somebody. A stranger. Maybe someone who doesn't look like you, doesn't talk like you. Maybe they say something that on the surface might offend you, but you listen anyway. In doing so, keep your eyes on the things that matter. The little things. The things you see and smell when you wake up. The things you don't notice. And above all, be serious about your faith. Be serious about your prayer. Be serious about your God. So, until the next episode, I'll be thinking about you. I hope you'll be thinking about me. Share the podcast, my friends. We're growing. Don't forget to do that. Peace.